Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. We're cooling out. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. We're cooling out. Yo, welcome back to Cooling Out. We are back again. It's Kev. It's Ralph. We got a good friend. Second time. Returning mm-hmm. guest. This is twice. My nigga Katama. What's up, man? West What's Coast Katama. Drake! Yeah. <laughs> What's going on, guys? How's it going, bro? He famous now. Um, no. Yeah, took the red <laughs> eye. Trying to get Took the like, red eye to come see Oh, him. fancy. Yeah, I'm going to hop on that red eye. I'll be yeah. there in the morning. Doesn't matter. I was on the back of the plane, right? <laughs> Does not matter. Hugged up in the position against the window. This is crazy. Nigga, I don't, we, we don't go too far off on a tangent, but... These seats are getting small on them airplanes. Yo, that ass. Nigga needs be. I'm five ten. Yeah. Max. Nigga needs. It's be rough. Hurting. Yeah. You have to have him dangle in the aisle. Yeah. It's rough. It's rough. They say, "Oh, you want space? <laughs> <laughs> Pay more." Nigga's That's got right, basic yo, economy oh, now. My. Premium economy. Where they broke it up. You be walking past first class, just angry. Dang they dude. look like they're having like the most comfortable, just beautiful time. And By shit, the time like, you go to plane, they already got drinks. And shit. <laughs> oh, oh my like, god! They just be looking up at you, peasant. <laughs> yeah, they really do. You can see it in their eyes. <laughs> they really mm, go to the back. Of they give you them bummy ass sodas in the back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you take one sip, pass the can over. No. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is because they fill that shit to the brim with ice, man. Like oh, you ain't slick. <laughs> give me the whole can. Like oh, man. they violate on you. But yeah, last time we spoke, man, you was living in Brooklyn. You was, mm-hmm. in, you was up here. You was out here. Yeah. And then on the, on that episode, you said you're going to do you a said, lot of things. You said, yo, I'm thinking I want to move to L.A. Yeah. I was like, all right, cool. Just thinking, you know, just talking. I'm like, yo, all right, cool. L.A. is cool. I want to move to L.A. too. I think I said that. Yeah. I looked up like three weeks later. I started seeing the Los Angeles uh, <laughs> locations or the pics on IG. I was like, oh, okay, the nigga visited. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> Then I hit you like a month later. I'm like, wait, you live there now? <laughs> He's like, yeah. I was like, oh, all right. Nigga lived in LA. Nigga thought I was taking like a month long vacation. I like, got a lot of vacation time. Nah. I uh, <laughs> I felt like I, I had to do it. Like, you know, a lot of people say they're going to do something, and I always try to be that person that be, well, does what he said he's going to do. So mm-hmm. I figured I'm young. I ain't got no kids. The risk is all on me. Mm. And. For some reason, LA's just been calling me forever. It's just always been like, go to LA, go to LA, and uh, I'm glad I went out there, and I'm glad I'm I'm I'm, I'm glad I did it. Yeah, yeah I'm glad yeah. I did. It, so I said what I was gonna do. Yeah, I mean, even we're not gonna talk that into existence because it will work out. But you know, what I'm saying even at the end of the day, if you decide LA isn't where you want to be, yeah, 
at least you go forward knowing that you don't have any regrets. Like yeah. you tried it, you did it, you went out there. Yeah. But you know, we're gonna, you know, speak into existence that it will work out and whatever you're out there looking for is gonna happen for you. Yeah. But it's just always that thought, like, damn, you know, that little nagging thought in the back of your brain where it's like, What if I would have went or you know, look looking back on life. I mean, to be all the way honest, that's the that's one of the hardest things being mm-hmm. out there is like you're constantly working in ambiguity. Mm-hmm. Like you're constantly like Cause there's there's no blueprint written out. That's like if you do this, do that. Mm-hmm. If you go to school, you get a degree, you get an internship, you'll get a job. Yeah. Like there's like a format for that. What I'm trying to do, I'm trying to create my own films. I'm trying to be in movies. I'm trying to act. I'm trying to just create my own product. Mm. The game has changed so much mm. that there's really no blueprint. There's people who are in mo- like Shiggy. I've been watching Shiggy forever. Really? And he did one video and now I see him in movies and all this yeah, other stuff. Yeah, he's a different guy now. But then I see other like serious actors who have like a thousand followers on their Instagram but mm-hmm. are killing it in the movie game. So it's, it's like you don't really know which path to go. Yeah. You just got to take that path and go. So I, I, I'm assuming that most of it comes from social media and or networking. Yeah, <clears throat> networking is like a big thing out there. Um, it's also really weird though, because like I don't know when you're from New York, you could kind of spot when people are full of shit. Mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so as soon as you go mm-hmm. out there and niggas is talking to you, you just like this nigga's full of shit. Like because like how many rows you been promised? <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say I ain't sitting on nobody's couch yet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Terry Crews ass nigga. <laughs> Uh, it ain't gonna be me. Um, <laughs> several hands will be thrown. Um, no, see, what people do out there is they gas shit. Mm-hmm. Like they'll make it seem more than what it is. So they'll say some shit like, "I'm a facility service manager." I'm like, "You're a janitor, sir." <laughs> <laughs> That's perfectly fine. You have a job. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. So like, and like they'll talk to you <laughs> just for the point of like trying to. See what they can get from you. Yeah, but they're used to people like I'm like you're used to people not being able to see through that shit. And I'm just like, but that makes it weird for me because I like authentic relationships. Yeah, like I like I like coming to this podcast because I fuck with y'all. Y'all are my y'all are my guys. Y'all yeah, been my guys forever, <clears throat> and we have an authentic relationship. No matter yeah. we don't have to talk every day. We don't have to see any of that. But at the end of the day, there's like something there. Yeah, and out there it's like it's hard to find that authentic relationship because everyone's out here trying to you know yeah. use you for another thing yeah I've, I've like in my i've been to la a couple of times and that's like the vibe i get from it too mm. it's like what do you do like that's what people always ask like first like what do you do like who are you mm-hmm. they want to see like what they can get from you and then when you like when you get when you ask them what they do you can just tell like they're gassing it to the max mm-hmm. yeah i manage you know this hit somebody says uh, oh. i don't put them on blast like that but <laughs> manage this hit artist yeah, I was like, hey, artist, I'm looking at the dude. He got less followers than me. I'm yo, like, how you? I, that's crazy. But I'm just like, yo, like the word, like people just throw words out there and, yeah. see, and throw things out there and see if they stick. And it's like, yo, this is BS. This is bullshit. Yeah, I mean, but then there's also, there's like shitty award shows I've been to. Like I've been to like one award show. I forgot what the name of it was. Mm. It was a very, it was a, t- like it got to the <laughs> point where they was like, what's going to happen next? Like how bad it was. Oh. Like. People were forgetting lines. The audio clips that was supposed to be up was off. Like, it was just really, really bad. Huh. But people will use that award that they got from that award show mm. and say, I'm an award-winning uh, musician. I'm like, I was at that award show. <laughs> 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 Might as well I got mean, a participation award, bro. They ain't like, lying. They still got an award. No, you're right. Yeah, and but I, they, you know, it's the way you finesse it. Exactly. Yeah. They'll make it seem bigger than what it is. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? So, But at the same time, 
because I'm networking, meet a lot of people out there. And I was talking to this guy who's um, he's an actor on a, um, Amazon TV. It's like a it's a it's a movie about steroids, like the use of steroids. And he, he like his movie got picked up. He's on Amazon. That's dope. That's dope. And he was me and him was just having a conversation about how pretentious it feels mm-hmm. to try and like gas yourself up because I'm a I, I still haven't called myself a film creator yet because mm-hmm. I haven't made films but that's what the, that's what I'm out here for yeah and he told me he was like yeah it feels the same but his brother told him he was like if you don't believe it who's going to and you, it's like you gotta sell it like you gotta yeah. you gotta believe in who you are and you gotta work mm-hmm. so wait could we rewind a bit when you were last on here <clears throat> you Excuse um me. you set out a date and you mentioned that date. You said it was the last day of school, and after that, I'm going to California. <laughs> so I want to pick up when that date came from ne- from there until you got to California. What was that process like? Like, you know, it's crazy. Um, I didn't celebrate too hard mm-hmm. because I was going to teach again in California. Okay. So I got a, I got a new teaching gig. Mm. Um, to to they helped me move out there and everything too. They uh, paid for okay. it. They pay for my uh, car to get shipped and all Jeez, that. Congrats, nice. man. Yeah, I, actually, I don't work there anymore because them kids in Cali, bro, <laughs> different. So like, you use them. I mean, you found an objective. Yeah, found an opportunity. Yeah, you know, the ultimate opportunity. <laughs> so I don't understand. Like, you know, that's it. We'll, we'll go with that. No. <laughs> It's a harsh word. So <laughs> someone says, "Yo, we got a job for you in another state, and we're gonna help you move." I'm just messing. I'm with a bad you. person. I'm just no, 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 you you got to take an opportunity. I mean, you know, see your opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how much? I'll be there. Okay. How bad? And what part? You booking South Central? Oh, oh, you teaching in South Central? South Central. Oh, see how serious that just got? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. No wonder yeah, they, 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 they the tone change. They get niggas from out of state. Like maybe there's a no South Central. We'll fly him out here. Yo. Seen any rags? <laughs> I seen yo. You know, it's on 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 some shit. No exaggeration. The school, like on the corners, mm-hmm. you see prostitutes. What? So the kids would literally have at like nine, seven o'clock in the morning. You have to walk by the prostitutes, and like all those stereotypes that you saw, like in the Boys in the Hood and yeah. stuff like that. Like you would think it's still nineteen eighty nine. Shit It's crazy Like <laughs> crazy Son And then Like the kid The education system Is not as uh, Like strong Like not as um, What's the word I'm looking for Like uh, Rigorous Sorry It's not mm-hmm. as rigorous As it is out here mm-hmm. So the kid's mindset Is a lot different I mean New York As a whole Is just very You know yeah. Rigorous Out there They really lax So in New York The kids You worry about Like you know Them talking back Like maybe a fight Or something like that Will happen <laughs> What is the concern? Yo, yeah, like, yeah, out there, it's like, you thought, like, that was a good idea before you, like, some some kids would just stand up in the middle of class and just start dancing for no reason. I said, we have a test right now. (laughs) 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 We have a test. And you just get up and, like, he would, like, pretend like he's, like, shooting himself in the head, but, like, not like a, not like a serious way, but, like, shooting himself and they just fall out in the middle of the floor. They would just walk out of class, like, just leave. Anybody threaten you? Oh, they yo. Bring their cousins and they yo. <laughs> see, this is what happened. <laughs> it might be a good whatever they can say. You see, what happened was. Because, yo, they would make a joke all the time. They would always say, whenever Mr. Stewart said, like, clap my hands like this, mm-hmm. and said, my mans, 
you no longer talking to Mr. Stewart. <laughs> You're talking to containment from Brooklyn. <laughs> I already, my man, I already told you to sit down. So kids would swole up on me a couple of times because, you know, they've been in fifth grade for 17 years. So they... <laughs> <laughs> so the experience, you're saying? Yo, they was, okay. yo, they was swole up on me like open their chest. Yeah. One kid put hands on me. <laughs> Whoa! Yo, one kid put hands on me, bro. What said he claimed? <laughs> <laughs> that level of aggression yo, and bravery? One kid put hands on me, bro. Like, one kid was like... I forgot what he said. I mean... To, to his defense, like, I should have got, like, I was I should have got out of his way. I sound like I'm blaming myself. But, like, there was a situation where I allowed my ego and, like, anger to, like, I was like, yo, what do you, walk away from me when I'm talking to you, blah, 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 blah. Mm. And he just got mad and he just started throwing his hands. <laughs> and, whoa, like, nothing happened. Like, there was no really, con- he got suspended for, like, the day. But, like, there was no real consequences. They, like, moved him. Did he connect? I mean. I <laughs> mean, <laughs> yo. <laughs> Couple landed, bro. Minds wanna know. Yo, couple landed, bro. <laughs> you swing back. I tried my strength? best not to. Oh swing. my god! Yeah, you got can't lose your job. I mean, yeah. Um, he a couple of connected. They moved him to another class, and the thing that I noticed with him is there, there was no remorse. Like there was, mm. like there was no. He didn't feel anything. It was just like, and he was in. Because they switched him to another class, but I teach all three classes, so I'm going to see him anyway. They just moved him out of my homeroom. Uh, I'm going to see him again. I'm going to see him all the time. I'm about to, it, it was on site. but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was really about to ask. So, you, so, but I, so, like, he was still acting up in class, and I took him outside. I said, yo, my man, you put hands on me, bro. <laughs> I'm going to need you to relax because I need you to remember. That's always going to be the back of my head. And you know where I'm from. We're from the same place. And you know, you taught, if somebody put hands on you, so I'm gonna need you to relax, <laughs> and he relaxed a little bit. But like, yo, this kids was different, bro. Fifth grade kids was different. They, their names, was, I mean, my name's Katama. You understand? I'm I don't talk about nobody's name. Maserati, <laughs> <laughs> Maserati, bro. I hope she never hears this. We got to dream high. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know was the craziest thing. I didn't. I thought it was a joke when I first heard. It. I was calling. Her, I was like, she was acting. She was acting up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, little girl, what's your name? She said, Maserati. I said, little girl, what's your name? <laughs> <laughs> she must have looked around confused. Like, this nigga dead. <laughs> She's like, you teach him? Yeah, she was like, Maserati. You the substitute? Hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to look at like one of the, you know, the, the smart, quiet kids. And she just gave it. <laughs> that's her name. I was like, yo, that's crazy. Like, yo, some the mentality that they had was just wow. crazy. It was That was like. That was an extreme experience. Bro. How long did that last at the school? school I was there for like uh, uh, from July to like October. Honorable. Yeah, Honorable yeah, yeah. Enough. I was there for a good. What happened is some kid got crazy. One of the kids got crazy, tried to leave the classroom. I'm blocking him so because there was a fight going on outside the classroom. He He's trying to leave out. the classroom. I'm sorry, and then pretty much they were just like, I'm not allowed to keep a kid. He like he said that I like roughed him up. I was like, I didn't. I was just trying to block him off. And he was like, um, you're not allowed. They they pretty much said you're not allowed to keep a kid from um, leaving the classroom. So they like fired me. So I was like, oh, all right. I damn. Mean, listen, I got to pay you. No. All right. Damn. But here, <laughs> make it work. you know, what's crazy, though, like what I've noticed, like being in California and stuff like that. Because you're by yourself. I'm by myself. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't really know nobody. You have a lot of time to think. And I realized how the universe works. And, like, the universe really puts shit in front of you. Because if I wouldn't have never got fired, 
I would have never had that uh, GoFundMe I had on Instagram. Yeah. Where I asked for six hundred and got a thousand. Yeah. You understand? Mm-hmm. And then that week, another thing with the universe is like that week, I had a performance, right? Where I, you know I'm just doing a poetry because you know I do spoken word. Mm-hmm. So before you do the performance, they ask for a bio. I mean, like you know, a quick introduction who you are. So I said I'm from Brooklyn. I host events back home. Moved to California so that um, eventually Issa Rae could be my best friend. Right. Yeah. So I go to this coffee shop later that week. I, I get a weird text message. I don't say nobody's number. So I said, who's this? I said, Carol. Oh, that's Carol. This old lady says, my name's Carol. Just out of nowhere. So she's talking to me, talking to me. I'm explaining to her why I'm out here. She said, this is a great place to be. Like, celebrities come in this uh, coffee shop all the time. Mm. Issa Rae, everybody. It's twice. So then she sat down. And I, I was with one of my friends. My friend was talking. And I just put my hand up. I said, I'm going to need you to stop talking right now. She said, what? She said, what? You know, she, she was from New York. She's like, what the fuck? What are you talking about? Like, yeah. <laughs> I said, relax. Issa Rae just walked in. Oh. So Issa Rae just walks in the coffee shop. And I just freeze. Because Issa Rae's like, that's like my inspiration. I saw that on IG. You yeah, like, should I talk to her? Yeah. I, saw that. I was like, yo. And like, she just walks in. And it's just like, I didn't say anything to her because... Mm. Part of me, I just didn't want to approach it like that. Like, yeah. I want, I don't want to be a fan. I want to be like, oh, so you're a container. Yeah. That's what I want. And like other people were walking up to her. She seemed like she was like annoyed, but really like still trying to be like nice. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Like, like, I just want to get my coffee. Yeah. Like, I just yeah, want to get my coffee alone. and sit down. Like you're Issa Rae in a black neighborhood. People are going to approach you. Like, yeah. it's gonna, like you're, you're going to. But she came and sat down and had her little, had her lunch. She had a lunch meeting and I felt like I needed to see that. Because I was like I was like real annoyed and everything and blah 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 and then that's when I did the the GoFundMe and then I was able to raise money and I was I filmed like short four four shorts while I was out there hmm. I'm just like working on getting them edited right now gotcha. so, yeah how did the what Ty Dollar Sign video were you in Oh yes I was in a Ty oh, Dollar yeah, Sign I feel like that was like at least a month after and if less that was legit. The first two weeks, me yeah. being out. Yeah, that was pretty quick. I, I seen like, a pic. I gotta go to LA. Yo, I, I saw a pic of you out. hiking, and the next one, you in a music video dressed <laughs> like an angel. I said, "What the hell?" It's like a tape. Like just... It's like a tape. told me he ain't know nobody. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking. You know, and you know, and um, the thing with that is too. Um, when I was at Brooklyn College, they gave uh, we went to this tour to DKNY, mm-hmm. right? And we met the CEO. And I asked the CEO, I was like, yo, what would you say is the key to your success? Mm-hmm. And he just said, be a good person. Like, just be a good person to people. And that came into fruition when I came out to L.A. Because as soon as I went out to L.A., there was just people trying to hook me up as soon as I got out there. Because they just, I mean, there's a couple of people that moved out there that I know from either St. John's or New York. Yeah. And they just know that, you know, I'm not a, I'm a good dude. I was good to them. So they were trying to hook me up with a bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. The... Ty Dollar Signs video, I think that was just karma coming back to me at first. Because I'm not even going to lie, when I first got to the music video, I was a little suspicious. Because, you know, when you think of a rap video, you think of like bad women mm-hmm. dancing, all this other stuff, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And I'm seeing people dressed like me and all white, like they going to church. I'm like, I don't think this is <laughs> what it was advertised to be. And I wasn't too familiar with uh, it. Was, it's Mozzie's music. It was Mozzie, um Mozzie's the rapper. Yeah. <laughs> so I wasn't too familiar with his music like that. Mm-hmm. And then they take us up to this mansion. It's like the mansion is crazy. Oh, that's... <clears throat> Sorry. Now you good. They take us up to this mansion. The mansion, the view alone is like, this is crazy. 
that's the side of LA I fucking love. You understand? Like the <laughs> yeah. view is crazy. Like and the uh, the guy has a bathtub with that view. So he has like this like <laughs> wow. bathtub like this size with that view of the mm-hmm. ocean. Um and Mozzie walks in. Mozzie's real cool. Real cool dude. Um Ty Dollar Signs walked in, smelled like hella weed. Like mm. like he just <laughs> like, he it's, like it was lotion. <laughs> <laughs> like he sprayed it on before he came out. Said, like it was lotion. Yeah. Um the Lab dude who it. played um Tupac was there. Ah, okay. And um it was real cool. Like it was just like we was there from I think it was like seven o'clock in the morning to like seven o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. And it was like a 12-hour shift, but I was like, yo, I could do this all day. Yeah. I could be on set all day. I could talk because we had a good time. We was talking to the, I was talking to the background people. I made some connections there. Yeah. Actually, the girl who's in my, the, one of the shorts that I'm doing now, I met her at that um, Mozzie music video. I mean, her connected, and she was mad cool, and mm-hmm. you know, we work on stuff together now. Like, that's what, so whatever you go, you got to make, make the most out of that opportunity, mm. and that's one of those opportunities I was like, yo. I gotta meet as much people as I possibly can. But like shit just falls in my lap sometimes. Like no bullshit shit just falls in my lap. Like um I went to go see the Klansman, the black Klansman. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal film. See Phenomenal. See, I went to go see the Black Klansman and I didn't I thought it was alright. I was like, it was cool. And um I went with two of my friends and there was these two guys, this black guy and this like Indian dude in the uh, I'm sorry, Middle Eastern dude that was in the elevator, and they were talking about how phenomenal the movie was. And I was like, "That's all right." That's what I was thinking. I was like, mm. but I was, I was like keeping it to myself. But mm-hmm. you know, I can't hide myself. I can't hide my <laughs> facial expressions sometimes. And he was like, "Yo, so um, what did you think of the movie?" And I was like, "It was all right." He's like, "It was all right." <laughs> like, like, like he wrote it. He was like, offended. Yeah, like he wrote it. <laughs> oh, that's what, you set us back a hundred thousand years. Yeah. So he's like, he's like, so. All right, like, can you explain to me why you thought it was all right? And I was like, the character development, the plot, the this, and blah, 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 blah. And I was, like, explaining it from a film. Because, you know, how me and you used to talk when you used to watch movies. Yeah. So we would break it down to, like, the core. And then he was like, yo, or his, his boy was like, yo, are you in film? Like, I was like, nah, that's what I'm out here for, though. And he's like, well, I'm a movie producer. And now, you know, at first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you yeah. shoot on your iPhone? Yeah, like, I was like, oh, okay. at first I was like, Come on, bro. You gotta turn. <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> Movie producer. We ain't got to do this. Yeah. But, like your in-house uh, studio. <laughs> yeah. So he said, yeah, that first movie that um, that was in the previews, I, I missed the previews. I came late to the movie. Uh, I think it was um, it was that Jonah Hill movie that just came out about skateboarding. Yeah. Mid-90s, something Mid-90s, like that. Yeah. Yeah. He says, I was the producer of that. I was like, word? So then I looked him up. I was like, that was him. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And he was like. Yo, I'm gonna send you a bunch of scripts because I love, I like the way you see things. So I'm gonna send you some scripts, and I want you to give me feedback. I said, I will watch them immediately. I went home and <laughs> I will watch them. <laughs> like taking notes and all that stuff. And I went on set, and um, yeah, met some cool people out there. The thing, but the thing with LA is that you just gotta stay consistent. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta stay consistent because uh, you gotta constantly hit people up because they'll just they'll fall off. Another time, I went out and. Um, <laughs> I went out to my friend from Brooklyn was out there, and there's this thing on Tuesdays called Pum Pum Tuesdays. That's what it's called. <laughs> pum 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 Tuesdays. Pum Pum. Uh, for people who are not, well, never mind. But <laughs> it's, it's ob- Google it. Yeah, yeah it's it's an obvious. <laughs> Can you know about this? <laughs> I know what. <laughs> okay. I know certain definitions in what he said. Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah. here's the thing: out in California, the Caribbean population is 
very small. Mm-hmm. And if they are from the Caribbean, nine times out of ten, they're like from Belize or something like that. So when you have an opportunity to go to a reggae party, mm-hmm. you jump you, on you it. You go. Gotcha. So that's what Pum Pum Tuesdays is. It's a, it's a reggae party. So my friend, she's like, she wanted to listen to some soca music, all this other stuff. So I go to, um, to Pum Pum Tuesdays, and it's kind of dead. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. So we wait outside, and there's a goat. There's a random goat in the middle of the street. A real goat? Like a goat. Niggas think they in kings. Not LeBron, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> an actual goat. See a nigga come out, get back in with a knife. <laughs> and it was a dude. You gotta like, curry that. And this dude, <laughs> yo, that was legit my first thought. I was like, oh, it's real Pum Pum Tuesday out here. That goat is fresh. <laughs> See a nigga running out. <laughs> with the, with the machete. <laughs> Hey, 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 get your ass back <laughs> with the flip flops. <laughs> God, drag that by the horn. <laughs> so it is a goat. Just... There's a legit goat in California. Just a Yo. random goat. Oh, oh my God! There's a legit goat <laughs> in the middle of the street. And I'm like, yo, this is, and it's a guy's goat. He's like walking around with a goat. <laughs> yo. yo. So he's talking about it's a weird dog that he stole from someone. I said, nigga, that's a goat. <laughs> <laughs> I know a goat when Damn. I see him. It's a weird it's, dog. It's, it's yeah, dog yeah. Yo, I'm no bullshit. It's on my, like I recorded it. I was like, because I said, yo, don't ever say New York is weird because this is a goat. <laughs> <laughs> and he's saying it's a weird dog. So he's saying, so he's, um, you know, has the goat. And my friend, there's people petting the goat because in California, niggas just love animals. Animals. Peter Heavy. Love animals. Like, very animal friendly. Yeah. And somebody's petting the goat, and my friend is like, yo, isn't that the girl from uh, Dear White People? I said, oh, shit. The uh, Logan, uh, Logan, I forgot her last name. Is she the main star? Yeah, the main. main, main. She was like, I said, oh, shit, that is her. So then she goes in a party. And I was like, well, we're going to go in that party. Boom, boom, Tuesday ain't lit yet, so let's go in there. So we go in there. It's me and my friend. We the only black people in that entire party, right? So we stand out. So Logan comes up to us and just starts talking and having a random conversation with us. And I tried to take a picture with her, but she lightly curved it, which was a blessing in disguise because she just like started talking to me for like 30 minutes yeah. and was telling me about L.A., telling me about, um, you know, everyone says the same thing about L.A., find a click. You got to find a click. You got to find a click. And she was like, you know, if you want, we can, ex- you know, before you get out of here, let's make sure we exchange numbers. I ain't never took my phone out that fast in my life. <laughs> I would have dropped it. I <laughs> took it out, um, gave me her number, but I never, I texted her, but she never responded. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's fine. I got her number though. <laughs> but she, yeah, I make random connections all the time, bro. I saw Daniel from Insecure in a soulful spot. <laughs> I just got a haircut and I walk in. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Daniel. And, I was like, <laughs> and uh, you know, he gave me some advice, you know, just follow the universal and sort of shit. Mm, oh, he's cool. Oh, nice. Yeah, I talked to him for a couple mm-hmm. of minutes. I said, yo, I just saw Issa last week. Like, a couple, not last week. Like, I saw Issa like last month, maybe. And he was like, and I was like, yo, you got any advice for someone who's trying to make it? And he was like, Obviously, the universe is setting itself up for you right now, so just keep doing what you're doing. I was like, all right. Mm. Appreciate that. What neighborhoods you be hanging out in? I was Yo, just thinking that. Nigga gonna, when I go visit, I'll be scouring. Nigga, Yo, be walking was, all over the place. I was in Inglewood. <laughs> I was in Inglewood oh, okay. when I saw them. I was in Inglewood. Inglewood safe? Hmm? 
ask the question. Inglewood is like it's kind of like Bed Stuy. Like you know how Bed Stuy oh, had like I, a rep back in the day, mm-hmm. but it got gentrified. Yeah, like Inglewood is definitely starting to get uh, gentrified. But there's some hood spots. Oh, that's okay. cool. There's some parts where you like you hear my door lock really quickly. Oh, like, okay, you know I ain't I'll a punk, but I ain't stupid. Yeah, and I ain't. I'm gonna go out there when I visit. I'm gonna you know make sure I put my location on Englewood. Niggas gonna think I'm tough. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Not Los Angeles, Englewood. Yeah, Ingl- yeah. To be more specific. Yeah, that's who I am. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because where I live, I live in Koreatown, mm-hmm. and like you know, you could tell by the name, ain't too many black people over there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I like I just try to find where there's more of us. And so I'll go to Inglewood. I'll go to like I don't go to Compton, but I'll go to uh, yeah. We, we, we don't take it that far. Like Lamar Park, King Draco, <laughs> Drake. I don't know what he just said, but go ahead. Yo, that interview. Did you watch the whole thing? I've watched about thirty. Nah, it's fifty-four minutes. I watched the forty minutes of. I'm at the part where he's talking about Kanye. Oh, nigga almost got fired today. Try to, watch, try to watch that. Like, watch the interview when in an was, inconspicuous way. Bro, the part though when he was talking about <clears throat> when they broke into his house, but when he stood up and was like, "Yeah, they had my nigga. They tried to kidnap him," and he was backing up and he was like, "Yeah, to shoot around them." I was like, "This nigga's imagination." Yo, I was wild. like, "What low budget black movie <laughs> did he get that that plot King from? Soldier Part Two coming Yo. out?" <laughs> I, was, I ain't gonna lie. I was like, yo, I can't wait to see that shit. Yo, but all, in all honesty, he was kind of dropping facts for the most, like, especially when he was talking about he's the pioneer of, of the like, internet and YouTube the, and all that yo, shit. Yo, yep. he really, I said that a couple of years ago too, but I was like, yo, Soldier Boy really mm-hmm. did start that. And people were laughing at him back in the day. Yep. They was telling him he's gonna have 15 minutes of fame mm-hmm. and he's still relevant. I mean, kind of relevant now. Yeah. He was calling niggas out. Snoop Dogg, Ice-T, how they put out those videos shitting on him. I forgot about that. Well, not the Ice-T one. I forgot about Snoop Dogg. I forgot about Yeah. Snoop Dogg. I mean, he, they were talking about how he killed, I mean, he kind of did kill hip-hop, but <laughs> like he did. He's the he's the pioneer. It's not like he's the pioneer of like the Rakims and the, yeah. he's the pioneers of the little Uzi verse. new shit. And, uh, yeah, like the trash. So, you kind of did kill it. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you credit though, like, you know, that whole dance grave, you did open that. Yeah. And, like, did you see his um, other interview with, um, what's his name, Academics? Yeah, uh, Everyday struggle. struggle. Yeah. Yeah. And they was asking him all these crazy, stupid things. Like, why do you have so many businesses? Yeah, that one. Yeah, I forgot that the girl's fuck? name. Because <laughs> I'm trying to be rich. <laughs> you see the way he responded to her, though? <laughs> Yo. Nigga was offended that she asked him that. Bitch, I'm trying to be a fucking billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why don't you have so many businesses? Yo. Yeah, that's next on my list, and I got to see that. Yeah, no, you got to watch it. He was it. dropping facts. It was like he was talking about how like we jump real quick to hop on other people's mm. brand, chop, hop on the Asians, hop on the whites. But when a black man is talking about yo buy my business, you got thirty million questions for him. Now, Soldier Boy's a little, you know, <laughs> yeah, some warranted, but I Soulja I do agree watch. with the gist of it. <laughs> yeah, so video Boy, game what's console? The console called? I don't know what it's called. Eight hundred <laughs> video games, all licensed by Nintendo. Yeah, like, yeah, you can play Mario. I was like, hmm, a little suspicious. Sound like some that. trademark issues. <laughs> but there was, right. <laughs> he said it's not. That's what he said on the Breakfast Club. He said no, it's all legit. So there was some, there was some, like you know, some real reasons why you'd be confused. But however, when she asked that question, why like, do you have so many, why do you have so many businesses? Or like, you would never ask. Yeah, yeah, that's foolish. Uh, like uh, uh, Jeff Bezos. Or yeah, Elon you would Musk, never ask somebody like have that. so many businesses. Like they would ask you, how can I get that? Like, come on. Mm-hmm. But even when I was watching um, the Breakfast Club interview, Charlemagne, when um, Soulja Boy was talking about like, having the biggest comeback, Charlemagne kept saying, well, really, Tiger did because first and, for- first and foremost, you're a musician. 
And mm. I was like, why are you boxing him, boxing him into that like that that lane? As if mm. he's a, mu- a musician only. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's why Soulja Boy was trying to like say that, but he just wasn't, you know. Um, uh, he didn't do a good job of, of elocuting himself and, and saying it clearly. Like, look, like I'm trying to tell you, I'm a businessman. I'm an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. I'm not just a musician mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what like Charlamagne was trying was trying to do, like box him in. Like Tiger had the biggest song of this year, and, Sh- and Soulja Boy was like, yeah, but I've done all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. I already had big songs. I'm like doing all this stuff now. I got I'm the first rapper to have a game system. Mm-hmm. All this stuff, but it was just like, yo, why are people trying to box him in like that? Because I'm. And I've always had a respect for people who are outside of that box, who mm-hmm. are just more than what that is, because we try to we try to keep people stagnant a lot of the time. Yeah, times. like that's one of the things I will say. I like I like about LA is that they're way more free. Mm-hmm. Like people in parties are terrible dancers. At, like for the most part, they're terrible. Yeah, but like you're getting gassed up a lot of the times. Like yeah, well go ahead, do your thing, blah blah blah. I mean, New York is out here like. You need to stop. Yeah. <laughs> this bro, I'm roasting you. For, so like a lot of times we try to keep people stagnant. Yeah. And I have like a high respect for those who are more than you know that label. People try to put them in. Like yeah. when people try to say Muhammad Ali is the greatest boxer of all time. No, that man is one of the greatest human beings that ever lived because yeah. he used his platform mm-hmm. for so many different things. Same thing with like Kevin Hart or like you shouted out. Um, the Rock in a podcast before that like, definitely recently. sparked my ear because bro, it came. Like, I was like, "Go, ahead, sorry, I mean, cut your no, beca- no." I was just saying because The Rock <laughs> is like yourself, right? the, <laughs> no. The Rock is like he's more than a wrestler. wrestler he's yeah. more oh. than an actor. He mm-hmm. is. A, a, a business owner. He is a lot of different yeah, things. He don't get enough credit. He doesn't. Like he, <laughs> he does really not get really, enough credit. Like and, the, and when you mention that, like The Rock has a special place in my heart. He always will. I you know, I love yeah. wrestling. And The Rock is like to me he was I grew up idolizing Muhammad Ali. Mm. And for me, he was the, like the Ali of wrestling. Yeah. Not the the activist and stuff like that. Like yeah. I'm, I'm, Ali obviously had a bigger mm-hmm. but the being black mm-hmm. and confident and the impact and the, the impact, impact. Yeah. when his and music the, used to drop yo <laughs> you to, lose and they just show the whole arena <sighs> you lose your mind Bro. because this man was so cool and confident and he would always just i'm gonna do this and he would do it yeah mm-hmm. i'm gonna i'm gonna do this for the people and blah 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 so like it was like watching ali in modern time mm-hmm. and like I was, The Rock made a surprise appearance when I was at a wrestling event one time. I, oh, I would have lost went, my shit. And like people forget just yeah. certain things because like I took there was this dude next to me. I just started shaking him. The Rock is here. The Rock is here. The Rock is here. I would have lost my shit. Yo, I went crazy. <laughs> the Rock is here. The Rock is here. <laughs> and then like after, um, you know, after everything settled down, I was yeah. like, my bad, man. I ain't mean to. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't mean to shake you. Like yeah, I ain't mean bro. to shake you like that. Yeah. He was you like, and he was, you ain't deserve that, bro. <laughs> my bad. He was like, it's cool. It's the rock. Like that's literally yeah, what yeah. he said. So I love people. Will Smith is another person yep. who's like, he's more than an actor. Like he's more like these are people who are outside of that box. And I think a lot of times when people try to break outside of a box, mm-hmm. we don't. People with smaller minds don't understand. Yeah. You. Because even Charlemagne is more than a radio of person. This man has two best-selling... New York uh, Times best-selling books That's now. what I'm saying. Yeah, that's often an indicator that you're moving in the right direction. If people don't really understand what you're doing. Yo. But it's Yo. also... People love to, like, wait until you prove yourself before they jump on. Mm-hmm. 
like if say I don't know what that video game is going to sell or what that watch is going. Soldier Boy, back Soldier Boy. But if say that shit does blow up, mm-hmm. everyone's gonna be like, you see, this is why black entrepreneurship and da 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 just yeah. jump on the bandwagon. Whereas you see the initial reactions. Mm-hmm. Why are you putting out a video game console? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never get that. I just want your business to be right. If yeah. your business right, get your yeah. money. Like, Yo, I don't understand. This initially why don't would... sound right though. <laughs> his business don't sound legit right yeah, now. Yeah, at first his like... keep changing. So that's all I'm saying. Just get your, bro, I hope your business right. Did interview... he own a subway like a couple of months ago? <laughs> bro, bro, look. In the interview, his numbers changed so much. First he just made two hundred fifty thousand yesterday, then it was five hundred thousand. Two hundred thirteen thousand. I'm like, <laughs> what that's what that say, MB? What that say? Two thirty two thousand. That's not what it's supposed to say, actually. <laughs> <laughs> he said, Wait, what? <laughs> Then Charlamagne said, "This is a Google image." <laughs> it's like, yo, yo, you violated. <laughs> but it's um, but Char- the soldier. I mean, he's uh, you know, he's he's a recent example of yeah, like, yeah, yeah, black but- entrepreneurship and stuff like that. And like, what he was saying was hard, just facts. It's like yeah. we do question our own and we do sometimes lack in supporting. But me, I always just watch the character or I watch like what your work ethic is and what yeah. you're trying to do. Like I fuck with Soldier Boy because he was able to take that Yule mm-hmm. and make a couple of million dollars out of it. More than a couple. You understand what I'm saying? Like he was making so that's at seventeen years old. This is not a stupid person. Yeah. Yeah. And you still- a little crazy. Yeah. A little off. Different. Definitely, yeah, but not. (laughs) But he's not a stupid person, and um, I think that's a big. I think that's what you said is like people like to jump on when they know you on, but Mm -hmm. like sometimes you just gotta watch who a person is, Mm -hmm. not particularly what they're saying, but who they are. But also, like follow up, like what you said about him not being stupid. That was what seventeen. That was I don't know how long, how many years ago that was. That's when I was in middle school, high school, seven, oh eight. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that was a minute ago, like twelve years ago. And for him to even still be. Semi relevant. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't know his financial situation, but I don't think he's broke. You know, mm-hmm. he can't be stupid. I think it's like thirty million. Yeah, man. net worth. You, you can't be stupid because mm-hmm. stupid niggas go broke, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like doing stupid shit. I mean, so he he knows how to like you know keep himself in the spotlight enough mm-hmm. to where he can remain re- relevant and make his money. He's doing shit. VH1, all that. People still care. Mm-hmm. People still tune in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like when he was talking to, um, another thing is that I think people can't see your vision. They can't see mm. like your vision is your vision. Yeah, and I talked about this like on an Instagram story one time because um, it was after the death of SpongeBob, the the creative SpongeBob. Yeah. So like the same, I saw a similarity between Soldier Boy and like that SpongeBob creative because Soldier Boy, people saw oh a, a new dance, or mm-hmm. people just saw like a stupid dance. Soldier Boy saw my opportunity. Yep. He saw that vision of it being huge. Some people saw a sponge and a pineapple under the sea. The creator saw SpongeBob SquarePants. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the times, people don't see your vision. They can't understand your vision. Mm-hmm. And even when they're trying to be helpful, they're trying to keep you stagnant. But yeah, you know, you gotta believe in your own self. That's crazy. That's why I feel like I'm not taking enough risk. I know everyone's been like, "Oh, you're doing the right thing." Am I? <laughs> <laughs> Never too many niggas pat me on the yeah. back. I'm doing something. Like, hmm. I, I mean, you gotta also. Cause I do that too. Mm-hmm. Like I'll say, I don't feel like I'm taking enough risks. I'm like, nigga, you moved across the country. Like people are like, yeah, you, nah, moved you took a risk yeah. across the country. You said I moved like, three weeks later. Mm-hmm. So that Cali sun on your face. I'm <laughs> here. <laughs> like I moved across the country. I'm like out here, like putting my stuff out there. I'm taking risks, but I don't see them as risks. I just see it as me doing what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So like I think 
Like you guys are doing a podcast, like and like you are staying consistent with the podcast. That's a risk. Like you, you could be using time for other stuff. Like acknowledge what you acknowledge what you are doing too. Acknowledge your accomplishment because you're doing you're doing good shit. Thank you. Yeah, that's another thing. Have things I done said on this goddamn podcast. (laughs) Yeah, that's another another day. I do take a lot for granted. That's Not, a good point. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. You know, it's easier said than done because I'm. I'm terrible at doing that. Yeah, I'm terrible at like acknowledging my accomplishments or something mm, like that. Because when you keep looking ahead, yeah, you got. I don't see anything eyes else. on the goal. Yeah, yeah, I don't see because like um, you know, it's January and people think about their their last year, like you know what they was able to accomplish. And for a second, I was like, I didn't do anything. And then I realized, like, I did everything. <laughs> like yeah, I, did, yeah. I actually did a lot. Like I moved to California. I was teaching. I was doing. I wrote some stuff for my kids. I released a short film. Like I did a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like a lot, a lot of stuff. Hosted sipping paints, two sipping paints, my own open mics. Like I did a lot of different things. And sometimes you just got to take that time to just acknowledge your accomplishment. Yeah. Um, it's not particularly staying stagnant in it, but it's just like okay, now what's next? Yeah. So because like I did a video for my year. Cause I need to know what I'm gonna top next year. Every year I try to top. Like every year I'm like, all right, I moved to California. All right, now what's next? Maybe I'm in a movie or something like that. Yeah. So yeah, because you said um, before, like you're not into New Year's resolutions or something like that. Yeah, nah. I, I mean, I, I, I think New Year's resolutions is corny if you're not consistent. If you consistently make New Year's resolutions mm-hmm. and you consistently not do nothing. Mm-hmm. Then stop running your mouth. Yeah. But if you have a New Year's resolution and you're, you're making a plan, yeah. something that you're striving for, I could, I could, like, it, it's like um, setting little bricks to eventually build a brick wall. So that at the end of 2019, now you got this wall and now you know what you're going to do for 20, 2020 and shit like that. Yeah. I just don't believe in waiting until December 31st to focus on, like, what you're oh. going to do for the next year. Like, my mind's always <laughs> like, Thinking about shit I want to do in 2020, 2021 right now. Like, that's mm-hmm. like where I'm like, all right, I want to be here. I want to accomplish this by this time, this time, this time. So by the time the new year comes, it's not like I'm really like have a resolution. It's more like, all right, sit back, breathe, refocus, mm-hmm. and like re- retool yourself to be ready for what you want to accomplish this year. But that's I think what I, that's what I was trying to say. No, I get yeah. you. But I also think that if you wait until January first to do something, you full of shit. Like, you feel like if yeah. you if you like, oh, that new year come because you are. Every year people say that. Yeah, because you, cause if you were waiting to January 1st, <clears throat> then you just selling into this fairy tale of what you think is going to happen mm-hmm. when you're not actually putting in the work. Like, if you want to make stuff happen in 2019, you should be doing stuff in 2018. Mm-hmm. You're not going to have a summer body in June when you started working out in May. Yeah. Like, that's, that that's doesn't make I'd sense. That's why I'll be clocking in. <laughs> <laughs> On your treadmill, yeah, on your build. <laughs> when I can get, when I can get, it's only one down there. I will say, I do hate the gym. The first two weeks of January, oh, it's fucking disgusting. It's ridiculous. I, I have disgusting. never seen so many new faces in my life. Yeah, they'll, 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 see- <laughs> they'll die off. I hope so. They, they all just like towards the end of this month, you'll stop seeing them. Yo, the gym be packed. Mm-hmm. Like my gym is always packed, but it be packed. Yeah, New Year's resolutions. I'm getting in shape. It's ridiculous. <laughs> That's like the most common New Year's resolution. I'm gonna get in shape. Hey, you try to calmly like you know fight for room in the mirror because you you know you want to look at yourself while you're working. Of out. So course. you try to like you know move over a little bit, but the other person is you know working out in front of you. Now you want to square up, but you particularly can't because you know it's a little pretentious. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what's up? What's someone to ask you? Well, you mentioned uh, Callie might not be. You were talking off mic about Callie and mm. some of the things you don't really like. Good one. Okay. Uh, yes. Um, so. Um, 
it's been six months, mm-hmm. and my experience in California has been very uh, weird. Um, I don't particularly like it. Mm. Um, I think some of it is me being by myself, mm-hmm. but it's also just it's a really severe uh, culture shock for me. Mm. So, um, one, I'm used to growing up around black Caribbean people. Ain't too many black people, period, in California, much less black Caribbean people. Um, The food is really different. Uh, You know, they say, oh, we do have oxtails out here. Nigga, that's not an oxtail. (laughs) (laughs) What you presented to me is trash. (laughs) What you presented (laughs) And I heard niggas get struck by lightning for saying shit like this. (laughs) The food is really different. The people are different. The people um, gas stuff up. Um, they're really fake, really phony a lot mm-hmm. of the times. And like um, when you meet natives from a California, they'll tell you that's not us. That's the transplants that come over here. That's people who moved from uh, other states to find themselves. So they have like this facade. Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, then I'll meet people from California. I'm like, well, you kind of got a facade too, brother. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what's going on. But um the culture is really different. It's really slower. Very, very slow pace. Um, people is that are, something you prefer? Or are you no, no, because like I'm hungry. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like I'm, I'm like trying to move. I'm trying to like yo get out. Like the fact that they wait until the stop, like the 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 sign says to walk before they walk. Like there'll be yeah. there'll be no cars coming, like none, mm-hmm. and they'll just sit there and chill. And, like, then the thing will come, and I'm, like, walking across the street, and everyone's yep. looking at me like I'm crazy. Yeah. And I was yep. like, there's no cars coming. But, like, there's, 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 like, this hunger that I have, and I'm just like, yo, I'm trying to get out here. I'm trying to work. I'm trying yeah. to do what I got to do. Um, the black community is different out there, too. Brothers ain't checking for sisters at all. Like, mm. it, there's a thing where you, like, you know, you date someone who's not a really, you know, people mm. don't think as strenuous about races like I do or something like that. You just see a person like, yeah, you fall in love. Yeah. But it's a conscious thing out there. Where they're oh, like, oh no sisters. Uh, they're like they'll like they'll be like twenty sisters and like you ever seen Like a, don't be a menace? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, excuse <laughs> me. My black new big queen. <laughs> Can you uh tap that white girl here? <laughs> Yo, that's what it is out there. Like they Jeez. not checking for checking for sisters at all. Like not even a little bit. And then now the sisters is not checking for you know, black man or something like that. And it's it just, it's, it's, someone described it perfectly. <laughs> it's like, it's such a severe melting pot in California mm-hmm. that there's no sense of like your own culture. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's just like trying to mesh and get along and all sort of stuff. I'm like, nah, like, you know, be proud of who you are. Yeah. Like, yeah. Be proud of, you know, you're from the Middle East. All right, that's cool. You're from Mexico. Like the Mexicans are proud as hell. Like I'll give them that. They, yeah. They'll tell you about Mexico. They rap. Me- <laughs> yeah, they rap hard, bro. <laughs> they rap hard. But other people, I'm like, yo. Be proud of, you know, where you came from. And, and, like, they'll look at me, and I'm talking. I got my little Malcolm X glasses. And they're like, oh, boy, I don't want to hear that. Today. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, but it's real. So, like, it's real. So, for me, it's just, like, um, it's different. It's just really, really different. I'm trying to get uh, accustomed to it. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to meet some, you know, make some friends. I got a couple of friends out there. Mm-hmm. A couple of people I'm cool with. Um, but for the most part, it's just. Ain't for me so far, but I'm very. But one of the things that keeps me sane, I guess, is me being focused on why I came out there in the first place. So I ain't come out here to make friends. Yeah, I didn't come out here to you know bathe in the sun and all this other stuff. I came out here to work, and I came out here to build opportunities in California so I could bring them back to New York one day. Mm. So you know that's what keeps me focused. So like, 
For like you're you've been in New York your entire life, right? Twenty seven years. Sheesh. Brooklyn, baby. And you see how like it's so easy to get around New York City. And like New York City's <laughs> not that big, whereas LA is very spread out. Yes. Like very spread out. Yes. So like does that make it like more difficult for you to like network with people and get to know people in other areas? Because like from my understanding, my limited times going out there, it's like, yo, we live here, we're not going away over there. That's just too far to go hang out or go have a party or mm-hmm. whatever, go meet people. Like, how does that work out for you? Um, I mean, it's in California, it's all about location. So mm-hmm. I live in Koreatown. Koreatown is pretty much central to everything. So like Hollywood uh, is like 15 minutes away. My I, I work at a law firm right now, and it's like a um, 10-minute bus ride, mm-hmm. um, which, the, oh, I'm sorry, which the bus is something different, bro. The same New York City? Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> the Boy, bus trash? Di- Garbaggio. <laughs> because it's so cheap. So everyone gets on the bus. Everyone meeting homeless people. So, mm. like, <laughs> so it smells terrible oh. on the bus. And like they have less street lights. So you pretty much got to guess when you get off. Because like, like, the bus driver ain't announcing it, bro. You better press stop request. Because if you don't press stop request... Oh, Guess you in fucking San Diego now. Like it's it's it, it, the bus is different, but where I live, it's central to everything. So mm. whenever there's a party, nine times out of ten is fifteen minutes from me. Mm. Or if there's a networking event, nine times out of ten is right there. It's like gotcha. around it. But where like black people live, I'm probably like twenty thirty minutes from there. Mm. So like most of the time when I go to parties and stuff like that, is usually very 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 mixed. Like very very just like you know white Latino black yeah. and like and I'm so used to just being around you know black people yeah that's probably like the hardest thing like if I want to network with more people that look like me however that's one of the things I'm trying not to do anymore because it's like it kind of just keeps me in a box a lot of the times because I'll go to networking events I'm like all right where the niggas at like I'm just like <laughs> like where the black people where the black people all right who and I just go to them and start talking to them. But, like, there's other people and other opportunities that, like, yeah. I gotta, I'm trying to branch out to. So, for the most part, location is, location is key, though. Gotcha. Location is ideal. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss wow nice yeah what you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on bomba socks underwear and t-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds yeah that plush and the best part for every item you purchase bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Any horrendous traffic stories? Um, no. I haven't God had bless. horrendous. See, the thing is, I, have, wood. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had real bad stories because when I was working as a teacher, I had to be at work at 7 o'clock. So everyone was asleep. So I was already on my way. Like mm-hmm. I was, I would beat that traffic, and I'd get out at four. So it's like, <laughs> it's like traffic is following me as I go as I go uh. home. So I didn't really. And then now, um, I take the bus to work because there's no. It's like it's like uh, working in the city. You don't drive to the city. Yeah. yeah so yeah. it's like there's no parking. So I'll take the bus. So I don't have bad traffic stories like that. But I'll hear other people yeah. and I'll see people's stories. I'm like, oh, that's crazy. <laughs> Damn. My, my commute's about 10 minutes. But that's Yo, crazy, bro. <laughs> my cousin used to live in Studio City, and we were going to a Clippers game. Got in an Uber. Go downtown. From Studio City, two hours. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Two hours. And I'm saying, like, the sports car, the smallest fucking sports car, a nigga knees is like this. <laughs> and he, like, zipping through traffic. Like, any, any little space open up, he's zipping <laughs> over. I'm like, I'm in the front, like, nigga, nigga, nigga. Nah, I'm good. Two, I'm good. <laughs> We're not going anywhere. <laughs> I told my cousin, we should take the subway, nigga. What the fuck? Yo, yeah, for real. But I, I live right there next to Staples Center. Oh. And I oh, live, excuse like, me. <laughs> it's it's this nigga brand new. <laughs> uh, it sounds better than what it actually is. It's not. I've been down. Was that LA Live around there? I think so. That's downtown, right? I live like, yeah, like a, uh-huh. ten, like a 15 minute walk from downtown. It's not that, it's yeah. not that far. Downtown LA didn't really impress me. It didn't. I was there like last year, the year before. Yeah. As, it, as it should. It's really nice. yeah. It should not. It I should not like, impress you. I was at like, all. This, this is it? This is it? It's down. It looks dirty. Seven yeah, buildings. I had to take my cousin. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Like, take it to Santa Monica. You need to see better than this. <laughs> you deserve better. You can't just be the hotel in this. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, downtown LA is like, it's very just like, oh, okay. Yeah. But uh, then again, it's like, we're from New York. Like mm-hmm. we, we, yeah, that's York. what it is. I was like, oh, you're from New York, so like New York is like everywhere. I expect downtown to be buildings and people mm-hmm. walking around. Yeah, and there's a lot going on. Like, downtown LA is like, <laughs> oh, this is your city. <laughs> <laughs> is this your city? <laughs> um, the homeless population out there is wild, crazy. Yeah, wild. Anytime I go to Cal, like San Francisco, anywhere, LA, in Cali. anywhere, yeah, it's like, crazy. Damn. Like. They have full blown tents. tents. Yeah. Studio apartments on and the corner. Brooklyn getting like that. It is? I got well, my apartments here. The block ups, the Chinese restaurant. Nigga got a tent on, on the a other tent? side. A tent, full blown tent. Nice tent, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's quality. He said, quality don't knock tent. it now. Don't, <laughs> don't knock the tent now. Don't nah, knock it now. Nah, if you like if you hit it, it ain't gonna fall over. It's like a nice quality sturdy, sturdy tent. tent. I don't know what you got. <laughs> you know what, you know what's crazy? <laughs> This nigga tried know. to knock down the tent. That's no, how you know. What I'm saying. Like, I just don't know where he got it from. It's like, oh, it's just thirty. Nice little tent here. Don't bend, and then don't the, break. Then the other side. <laughs> Yo, chill, 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 chill. Forgive me. But then on the other side of me, there's another nigga with a tent. Also, shopping cart and all. I'm like, in Brooklyn, I live in Bedstock. Oh, tent, tent. I'm like, yo, it's crazy. Like, it's, you're, I'm seeing more and more homeless people in Brooklyn now. Like, I feel like I live in the city. So the reason why I find that surprising is because L.A. is probably the best place to be homeless because oh, of you know the weather doesn't get too extreme. I mean, it's been cold this week, but like, you well, know. what's cold? I have to hey, listen, bro. It's like it, it's been 
Huh? What's the high? I saw sixty three dollars. Has it changed you? you? Said, uh, Your lower forty? Has that? <laughs> listen, <laughs> it was about fifty degrees. Oh. I was like, it's a little brisk out here. It's a little, you know. I ain't gonna lie though. Notice I didn't say brick. I that, said w- brisk. that weather does drop though. Like I went out there. Was it October I need last numbers. year? I need and it numbers. was like, nah, it was like seventy in a day. So I'm out there trying to be. I got no blazer on, nigga, thinking I'm fly, neck all out. <laughs> it dropped to like fifty at night. That's a different fifty. Though. Yo, that, that we 50. used to. The, I'm like, shit. Oh, that's fifty, fifty. I'm yeah, here, bro. I'm out there in the line trying to be cute and shit. Like, ah, <laughs> it's brick. <laughs> no, no uh, it was probably like 30, 30, 30. Oh, like, it dropped to thirty, like, like forty right. degrees. Yeah, oh, it, it got pretty cold. They got, but for the most it's part, it's gonna be four here on Sunday. You said when what? are you leaving? Four. Yeah, I leave on Tuesday. Oh, oh yeah, it's gonna be yeah. four here Sunday night. Yeah, in yeah, the Monday, yeah. four single digits. Yeah, I figured uh, Monday Monday's high gonna be nine. That don't make that's no sense. That's not a high. That is a tough. Yeah. <laughs> I'm be in the crib with the heat on. Nah, oh, I, 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 nah I hope nah, you don't got nah, plans. Nah, I got I got Con Ed bills, nigga. <laughs> it's gonna be on bled. Yo, that's one thing that I had to get used to is central air. Cause I never had central, I never had central air before. Oh, so you're like, a real New York nigga. Yeah, so like, <laughs> they um, got the AC in the window. AC, you rich. They <laughs> 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 got the fans. Go. We had cold showers. <laughs> the AC, and the you fans. rich. So you yeah. take a cold shower and then you not dry off or nothing. You just get in that fan, <laughs> and that time that you have to dry off is your time to fall asleep. If you don't fall asleep within that time, <sighs> yeah. Tough. I'm bougie now. I got central air, but yes. I remember. I remember when I was in Astoria though, and I had to make it through the summers. You crack a window, you turn on the fan, and you just let go and let go. You, have cool you just tough it out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My roommate when nah, he was the South changed me. Go ahead. My roommate, like <laughs> <laughs> I had central air for as long as I can remember. Now. My roommate would have because he was from Atlanta. My roommate's mm-hmm. from Atlanta, and he would have the central. Or I would come home from work, and I'll hear the central air on. I'm like. Uh, we still splitting this 50 Nigga. <laughs> you could do whatever. <laughs> have you lost your, your dad? Entire, I have you? I don't. Bro. I'm pussy. Like, will you turn <laughs> this off? <laughs> turn this off. Because I'm just confused. But he explained it to me and, like, how I, he didn't really explain it. But he was just like, no, it's fine. It's cool, bro. I was like, all right, just, just pay your portion. <laughs> because. You know, open that window. There's some cool air that's gonna come in. <laughs> I promise. Like I treat like Con Edison, like my mom used to treat when I was young. Cut that goddamn light yo. off. I'm like, yo, why are these goddamn lights on? So I walk. <laughs> oh, out. that's a fact. My girl, we have it every fucking light on. I walk. I cut. What are we doing? It, you dude? got a friend in here? I don't know about. <laughs> Man, when the last time you was in the bathroom? You ever seen the... progressive commercials where you turn into your parents? Yo, <laughs> I go to my mom's house. I'm like, what you doing? <laughs> 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 what is this about? I be like these damn kids. Yo, somebody got to look out. I got to go. I'm doing it. Walking around with a robe on. Like I'm rich. Nigga. My, my mom be going to sleep. My mom's house be going to sleep with the TV on. I'm like, yo. When y'all do this? When I was drunk, I get my ass beat. Yo. I'm cutting TVs off, lights on. Y'all niggas don't care about money. Yeah. But people come in my apartment, they be like, yo, you take this Batman shit a little too far because all the lights is always off and shit. Like, I don't. Mm-mm. Nah, I can so, I know where it is. <laughs> Straight bird box the entire time. I'm going to say $50 this month. <laughs> No lights come on unless it's necessary. That's yeah. a fact. That's a Roll fact. the blinds up. And then the, uh, in LA, they do Con Ed. Instead of monthly, it's every two months. Oh. Yeah, so they charge you every two oh, months. Get you, get you tripped up. Yo. I get tripped up. Man, you got a budget for real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you think you got extra money and in And then it account. comes. Like, 
<laughs> oh, I definitely get jammed. Let, up. let me let me put something on it. <laughs> Candle lit, like it's, <laughs> that's what you got. And also, you don't get a uh, uh, refrigerators. So for some, they don't I'm give sorry, you. Come again, my man. So refrigerator is not like a thing. Like some apartments come without refrigerators. So like the apartment I'm in now, I went with my boy Dre because he was out there visiting and. I'm walking through the kitchen. I'm like, yo, there's so much extra space in here. Because cognitively, I'm thinking that there's already a refrigerator yeah. here. Like, yeah. I'm not. It's a big kitchen. Yo. <laughs> I'm like, yo, there's so much extra room for activities. Like, I'm just like, it's lit. And for activities. So I move in. And I go to Target. And I'm like, I have. <laughs> came home with the milk. I came home with milk. And it was like. Hold on, wait. I don't got a fridge, <laughs> so, so I sent the email to the 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 um the building manager, and I was like, "Yo, so um, you know, when is the fridge gonna come? Because I'm thinking it's in storage you or something got an like ice that." Pack. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> like it's he like he says, "Oh, we don't get fridges. I mean, we don't, you know, you got it. It doesn't come with the apartment." I said, "Come again?" I said, "What do you mean <laughs> That's a refrigerator?" Wild. So wait, when you there's move, a toilet here, there's an oven. Like, where is the, where so wait, the you had to buy a refrigerator. You had to buy a refrigerator. When you move, you take that fridge with you to the next spot. You took the you bought a mini one, or a whole. First of all, I bought a whole fridge. Okay. Second of all, I'm that shit's going with me forever. Like, <laughs> like oh, yeah, he not what? benefiting. What? What, if you, what if you move somewhere where they have a fridge? What you gonna do? So, I mean, I, I mean, I plan on staying there for a little while. And my wild, roommate, though. my roommate uh, split it. So, like, he bought oh, okay. his part, I bought my part. Okay. Like, someone asked me that, too, when I was first getting fridge. Because this was, like, a thing when I was at work. I was like, yo, I got to get a fridge. And he was like, so are you going to ask uh, your roommate for half? And again, uh, I was like, I'm pussy? Like, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, your milk going in there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go use it. Yo. <laughs> This is easy. Like, this is quite Yo, simple. What kind of stupid ass question? Simple equation. Yeah. Yo, like it's like yeah, like he's gonna give me the half. He's gonna like, lay his food by the fridge. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like he's a. I wouldn't even know where to go to buy a refrigerator. I went to like Sears or whatever, wow. and they came and shipped it. Like, I've my... been on Amazon for the mini ones. Yo, yeah, we, was, we was. I had one of them college dorm ones. <laughs> you keep you keep one in your bedroom. I got mine in my bedroom. <laughs> that's it. Small ass freezer. <laughs> You got a bottle of water. You only gonna keep like two fucking frozen things. That's in the it. Oh my god! Nah, he's uh, my roommate's real cool. Though. I just like you know, yeah. he's a real cool. He's a really really cool dude. Young black kid from uh, Atlanta. Cool, real real cool dude. But I was like, That's crucial. You know, and then another thing out there is that they charge like the every time I would go to like the cashier to buy stuff, and they're like, um. Are you gonna get bags today? And Charge I'm like, for bags. Mm. I'm like, I'm, and sometimes I'm like, of course I'm gonna get bags. Like, what do you want me to juggle this? It's not gonna make sense. I'm like, why do you keep asking me that question? She's like, oh, we charge for bags. Like, it's a thing. Everyone charges for bags in LA because you know they're very Earth Day ass. Earth, yeah. yeah. What the, bro. What the fuck? Did you buy some reusable bags? No, I just keep. I'm a black man. You know, we keep bags <laughs> in a cabinet. <laughs> they can bring the plastic That's bags it. back. Fly by that was all wrinkle and shit. Put that in there, bro. <laughs> Never again. You got me once. <laughs> Ten cents yeah, per bag. I'm going to keep fine. these. You <laughs> me once. Ten cents per bag. Yeah. Ten cents. You double up. That's 20 each bag. Niggas is tripping. It's different. It's, it's very, very different. They love dogs out there. Love dogs. Be licking Love them in the dog. mouth, huh? Be licking them in licking the mouth. Licking their mouth. They not on <laughs> leashes, son. In them tongue. It's different. 
Because it's different. Like, because, you know, I, I love going to um, Runyon. Runyon. Uh, it's Canyon? like this, like, yeah, I love Runyon Canyon. I love going to Runyon. It's like this, like, kind of like mountain thing that you hike up and all that. And they be having their dogs, like, off leashes running up to me like I'm friendly. I'm not that friendly. Like, <laughs> Keep your dog from around me. <laughs> they, smell, they smelling that California on you. They say, oh, he's safe. Nah, chill. <laughs> look, look at them with that Brooklyn. Yo, when people find out I'm from Brooklyn, oh, my God. They, it's like, I guess when you a British person comes to, Atlanta, uh, to America, <laughs> they try their best British accent. They try their best Brooklyn accents, and it's the most annoying thing. In what the, the hell does Yo, that mean? dead ass B. <laughs> you getting me tight. How were they talking previously, though? Huh? How are we talking? No, that? they're talking regular. But then, like, oh, I mean, you know, everyone has accents. Like, yeah, we yeah, have yeah. accents. Yeah. I, I, I realize that we have an Throwing accent. Throwing the dead ass being a crazy accent. Yo, like, I didn't realize how strong our accents are until you leave. Until I leave, because I'm like, I'm in California. I'm on, on Facetime with one of my friends, and she's like, "What are you calling me for?" And then the person is like, "It's <laughs> called." <laughs> so, like, whatever they hear. I'm from New York. Oh my God, yo, dead ass. Word B. B, word B. Yo, you getting me tight, son? Like they, that's exactly how they Where say. Where can it. I put this? <laughs> Lord, don't let me have no Tims on. <laughs> oh, oh, he got them all fresh out the box. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Went with my outfit, nigga. <laughs> I'm just, yo, they. And, <coughs> excuse me. I will say that girls like like. You're from like once you say you're from Brooklyn all the time. They're like, oh, <laughs> you say dead ass like three times. It's like a, <laughs> it's like the candy man. It's just, you know, oh. like it's, it's it's dating out there is very different too. There, uh, I'm because I grew up like with uh, New York women. Mm-hmm. So like New York women, they view uh, New York women as hella aggressive out there. Like the women are like, that's how they talk to you. They talk, like they'll hear my friend talking to me, and she'll call me a bitch like five times. You shouldn't call me a bitch, but we're cool. It's <laughs> <laughs> so, like yeah, you shut up, bitch. I'm like, oh, I really don't like that, but <laughs> you know, she's from New York. I can't really. And then they're like, that's how they talk to you. Blah 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 blah. They're they're way more um, uh, catering. That's the best way to say it without trying to sign like a fence. Mm. Like they want to cook. I've never had this many people ask to cook. Mm. I was like, what? <laughs> this a thing. <laughs> God, girl. Hook <laughs> me up. It's like, though, I've never had that many people ask to cook. They want to do this and that. Mm. There's just a whole bunch of extra stuff that, you know, can't say without getting it. Yeah, I'm sure. We're going to cut that off now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that more after. <laughs> But, um, no, LA is a very, very, very different experience for me. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about, um, before we get out, let's talk about your upcoming, you say you did four shorts? Yes. So talk about those a little. So there's plan a. plan to release those, all that good stuff. So there's a bunch of shorts. Thank you for reminding me. It's a bunch of things I'm having. There's a bunch of things I'm trying to do this year, period. Mm-hmm. So um, the shorts, I have the loudest noise. Um, it's about. We're just pretty much watching this girl's journey through the day as she deals with like a mental issue and how she tries to drown out that, try to drown out the symptoms of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and pretty much whether she wins that battle in the end or not. Like that's just literally what it is. Mm. So that's the loudest noise. Um, mental health is something that's always been really important to me, um, especially in the black community because mm-hmm. it's, you know, most of the time we just try to pray it away or something like that. So I want to <laughs> bring more attention to that because we, you know, a lot of times we need help. Um, Another short I have is uh, Feet Ain't Tired. That's the name of it. 
Um, it sounds like a Tyler Perry movie, but it's not. It's very far <laughs> from it. But it's um, pretty much two people having an intense conversation of about integration, whether integration was a good idea or not. Like whether we have uh, – it's, it's pretty much – so it's Malcolm and Martin. Mm. I wrote them having a conversation. If they were to have a conversation today mm. about um, integration, because you know Martin – Martin wanted us to integrate. Malcolm wanted us to separate. Mm-hmm. Um, what would that sound like? What would that conversation sound like? Did yeah, was it was it uh, was it meaningful? Um, you know, did we accomplish those things that we wanted to accomplish? Um, the purpose of that was I never liked the depiction of Martin Luther King, and I never liked the depiction of Mark, Malcolm X. I don't like this like angelic view of Martin Luther King. Um, because he wasn't mm-hmm. like he was a human, and I, he was a human being who tried to do these things. And I never liked this like demonizing Demonic, Malcolm. Yeah. Malcolm, Malcolm just loved his people and loved us so mm-hmm. much that he just couldn't understand why he couldn't understand why you can't see his side. And they both had the same goal. They both wanted equality. They just had two different ways. Mm-hmm. So I just like wrote up a script, uh, just a conversation between them. What it would sound like. That sounds really. That yeah, sounds really. Yeah, and that was one of the things where um, I had the 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 two actors that I picked. Um, one looks like Martin, but didn't sound like Martin. Mm-hmm. And the other guy doesn't look like Malcolm, sounds but sounds exactly like Malcolm. And I told them and gave them that feedback, and they worked their ass off. Like I really. They worked hard to build that character so that when we were filming it, um, they they were they were really into it. They were really like, yo, we believe in this because this is such a just crucial conversation that no one really has. Mm. And the guy who played Martin, Terrence, um, he studied Martin over and over and over again. He's uh, watched his rhetoric. He watched his mannerisms and everything so that he can master it when he's out there. Mm. And um, Michael... Is just he's just real good at um, doing uh, impressions, and he is spot on Malcolm. Mm-hmm. And so when we were filming, it was just like this energy that would come out, and I realized like yo, I love directing yeah. because I'm like because Martin wasn't doing the line right. So there was a line where you know if we're having a conversation, I'm cutting you off. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to anticipate the cut off. It's supposed yeah, to like I'm supposed happened, to catch yeah. you, and he wasn't doing it. And I was like, come on, man, you got it. Like, I'm going to talk to you, like, you know, regular. I'm just going to talk to you. Come on, man, you got this. Blah, 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 blah. And I said, stop thinking about it. Just do it. And he did it. He killed it. Like, he, it was intense. And I was just watching, and I let the emotion seep. And I said, cut. And I said, let's fucking go. <laughs> let's fucking go. Punched him in the chest, like, three times. That's what you're supposed to do, nigga. Keep that same energy. So, like. And I was just really um, passionate about it because it's just it's a very important conversation. Mm -hmm. And I think it's I have my views and I did my best to make sure that my views didn't overshadow the other person's views. I didn't want I don't want the audience member to know what my view is. I want two people to have an honest conversation, present their um, information, present their facts. Mm -hmm. And then that's it. And so that's that's feeding tired. And then I have the Ebony project that I filmed. Um, uh, that's a poem that I wrote like a long time ago. So my goal is to start bringing my poems into life. Mm. So Ebony is a poem that I wrote a long time ago where I was working as a high school counselor at my old high school. 
and I would hear how little black girls would talk about themselves. So I wrote a poem about what I think a black woman sees when they look in the mirror. So I took that poem, turned Ebony into a character. So now Ebony is a character. We filmed that. We got to get that edited. And then there's another poem called uh, Courtney, which I think is really relevant, um, especially after that R. Kelly thing, because it talks about a guy who's addicted to sex and his addiction comes from being um, exposed to sex at a very early age. Mm -hmm. And it's really different because R. Kelly and the surviving R. Kelly, and I heard you guys talk about that. Um, And the surviving R. Kelly, it was brought up that he was molested at a young age Mm -hmm. by an older woman. And a lot of times in our society, we don't view it the same. Mm -hmm. We don't view like, you know, an older woman doing that to uh, a young boy as wrong. And like it is. And not only is it wrong, nine times out of 10, those boys show the same symptoms as those girls Mm -hmm. either they're highly promiscuous or they're highly like introverted or something like that so i wanted to bring that to light too and i turned courtney into another character so those are the things that i'm working on Mm. and um the other shorts that i did was like so i did this um this um open mic called soulful and noise it's one of the dopest things i've ever seen in my life they come in and they kill it um, I met my boy A Game out there. He's a rapper. Mm-hmm. Um, I met some cool people out there, and sometimes some stand-up comedians will uh, perform. And one of the stand-up comedians saw me do a poem. I talked to him, and he was like, "Yo, I want you to direct my next two just little short comedic videos." And I was like, "Okay." I ain't know nothing about directing at the time. <laughs> I was like, "All right, well, let's just see how this goes." Mm-hmm. And I went, and I was like, "Yo." I'm actually I'm not too bad at this. So the, he has like just two shorts about just little skits that yeah. he did. But um, that was like one of the first steps that I took into like directing out there. And I, I love directing. I love directing and casting. Those are the two things that I like doing. Nice. And acting is like scary. I'm going to be acting in the Courtney video because I'm going to be Courtney. <clears throat> but um, acting is scary. But it's probably like where I should go down the road to get me into the direct, to, so that I can open the opportunities to direct and stuff, mm. because I have like a big personality and stuff like that, and I just have a genuine love for acting. But um, yeah, I got those projects coming out, <clears throat> and I actually trying to be like you guys, me and my friend uh, Chandra, we're gonna start a podcast. Hey, we're gonna. It's called Yo to Yurt. <laughs> so you know, Yo, and then there's Yurt. Mm-hmm. So like we're talking about the two coasts coming together because she's from. She's from Arizona. So it's um, pretty similar to you guys' format. Um, not particularly a specific topic that we're talking about, just conversation mm. about different topics. So that's my. That's so you biting on shit? Hmm? So you. So <laughs> <laughs> what? Come again? What? Uh, I plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> pretty similar concept, you know. Not exactly what you guys talk about, but pretty similar. No, no, no I, I, feel, I mess with you. No, because I fuck what y'all do. Yeah, I fuck thank, with y'all thank do. you, and thank like, you, thank you. And I know I'm glad that you guys did that because I remember um, when we used to just talk shit when you guys were RSMs. <laughs> for hours, we used to, right. I'm supposed to be working. Yeah. I was a manager, and I'm supposed to be <laughs> leading my team. I'm downstairs talking about wrestling yeah. and movies with y'all. Yeah, yeah. I gotta be. I could do this for days. I see. Oh, that's my boy, Cam. <laughs> and we would just talk, and like, and like. People want to hear that, and especially like in like Cali, when you stuck in traffic for forty five minutes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or like you're so encompassed into a bubble mm-hmm. that um, you know sometimes you don't have that click that other people have. So yeah. If, if you feel like you can be a part of a conversation, <clears throat> there's, there's like a piece that comes to that, and yeah. like when you have a 
specific topic, you kind of stay stagnant a lot mm-hmm. of the times. Like, you just like, okay, we're going to talk about relationships again. Okay, how many times can we talk about black issues and stuff like that? Like, I'm very, very, very pro-black, but I can talk about Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can talk about relationships. I can yeah. talk about anything. So that's that's coming up soon. Um, new podcast for me and my girl, Chandra. Dope, bro. Dope, man. 2019 is going to be. And I'm going to do more vlogs, too. Um, so I've been talking a lot more on Instagram, mm, and I know yeah, some people have been listening. Yeah. So I was yeah. like, oh. I'm going to do this more often. Then. Nice. So <clears throat> it's all about <clears throat> finding something that lands. Because um, I, I, I work when I'm supposed to be working. No, I'm working. <laughs> <laughs> no, I work. I'm listening. Nah, to, he works. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. When I'm, I, you know, you listen to Pandora and stuff like that. Yeah. You listen to Pandora. I'm listening to interviews. Constantly listening to interviews. Constantly watching what people in the business are talking about and this and that. And... Like, one of the interviews I was watching, like, a lot of stand-up comedians don't like the new generation uh, comedians, the new Instagram social yeah, media yeah, comedians, yeah, yeah. because they feel like they didn't put in the work to get as much credit as they get. And I'm like, you don't understand, at the same time, there's like 100 million people on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to figure out a way to get... You're not adapting. You got to figure out a way to get 100,000 yeah. people to look at your profile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know how hard that is? Like... If you have a million followers, you had to work to mm-hmm. get to that. And I'm trying to apply that work ethic to what I'm doing. That's why I'm trying. I'm just, I'm, I'm going, not trying. I'm doing so many different things because I'm just trying to see what sticks. And, you know, I'm multi-talented, you know, not to sound arrogant, but I can do a lot of different things. So why not do it? Yeah. And then I'll watch how Issa moves and Issa will um, wear people's stuff in her shows. She'll wear like, you know, either black owned or just t-shirts and her stuff or she'll have independent artists in her uh shorts i'm like oh that's smart i'm gonna do that so like the loudest film um the loudest noise i'm short it features a lot of music and every person every music that's being played is not is independent artists that i know Hmm. that i'm like i'm gonna play their stuff because like one, I want to give other people. I want to give dope artists platforms because that's all I'm about. But two, it's like, oh, my stuff is in so and so stuff. They're gonna repost it. They're gonna mm-hmm. do this and that. The shirt that um, the girls wearing in the sh- in the short is my friend's t-shirt line. Yeah. So it's like you gotta you gotta utilize the resources around you to build up your your platform. Yeah. So that I'm constantly doing. That. I'm constantly watching Issa Rae. I'm constantly every t- every time Kevin Hart has an interview, I drop everything and listen to it. Mm. That man is incredible. You talk about people who break outside the box. This man is a stand up comedian with a sneaker deal. Yeah. A sn- yeah, like I think that he was the first comedian. Boy, it sound like an athlete. <clears throat> Yo. <laughs> Because you don't even think about that. Mm-hmm. From, from something he, simple. Something just like posting all the time. That's how it started, though. He just mm-hmm. posted all the time that he loved to run. Mm-hmm. And he would run and run all over the place. And then Nike latched on to that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, social media is an incredibly powerful tool. Like, mm-hmm. it's incredibly... It's a tool. It's like any other tool. Like, you can use a hammer to hit someone over the head with. Or you can use the hammer to build a house. It's all about how you use the tool. It's, just, it's the same thing with social media. Mm-hmm. You can come up with some dumb stuff or like that or you can use it to like make yourself isolated or you could build a platform off of that if i keep doing videos and building brands and stuff like that the next thing you know somebody's gonna hit me up yo wear my shirt please for free <laughs> for free like, <laughs> nah, like but, it, but, it, 
<laughs> now eventually you can build your brand up in which people will pay you to wear their stuff like it's a very powerful tool that you just yeah. gotta stay consistent with in this day and age there's no excuse to not do your own thing mm-hmm. you understand what i'm saying like if you want to do a podcast the resources it, are readily available to you <laughs> to like get exactly. it all out yeah. that's what i'm saying if you want to do a podcast go do a podcast that's yeah. why when people tell me their ideas I don't shun their ideas because I'm like, if that's what you want to do, then you, I'll tell you, you got to be out here working. You got to be out here consistently mm-hmm. fighting because that's what I'm literally every day. That's what I'm just I'm out here. If I'm not networking, I'm writing something. If I'm not net, writing something, I'm watching film. And if I'm watching film, I'm not watching it for it's to the point where I'm not watching stuff for entertaining anymore. I'm mm-hmm. trying to understand it. I'm trying to like, oh, so how did they come up with this? Like, I want to do a thriller. I want to do a horror. I really want to do a horror. I really want to do a thriller because I just, I just want to. So I'll watch uh, old thrillers. Or uh, Jordan Peele talks about how he used to watch um, The Shining. And he'll, he'll talk about all the films that he watched that gives him inspiration. I'm like, all right, if that inspires him, because mm-hmm. he came out with Get Out. And that Us trailer, have you seen that Us yes. trailer? Mm-hmm. Yo, yeah. I was like, oh, he came up with this. And if you could come up with that, I was like, all right, cool. I'm gonna come up with that too. I'm gonna I'm gonna be out here watching whenever you watch, so I can understand where you're coming from, so I can build my own stuff. Because mm. I don't want to be a comedian. I don't want to do funny stuff. I want the same way you think of Martin Scorsese or uh, uh, Steven Spielberg. I want you to think of me the same exact same way because mm. we're capable of making great stuff like mm-hmm. that too. That's why I'm very critical of all movies, whether like because you know sometimes you see a black movie and you, like you feel a little compelled to like make it hyper than what it actually was. Like yeah, you know it was great. It wasn't that great. Like because I know we can make stuff like Get Out. I know we can make stuff like Straight Outta Compton. I know we can make stuff that is like um, like Creed Two was fantastic. Mm. Have you seen Creed Two? I've not uh, only seen the original. I still gotta make sure you <laughs> yo eat several salads before you see. Cree too because you gonna make me feel like shit. You gonna regret every donuts, <laughs> every bad decision. He's ripped in that movie, but his acting definitely went up. Um, the storytelling uh, by Ryan Kruger definitely mm-hmm. went up. Like it was a, fa- but I know we can make those stuff. I know we could create some stuff. That's why I'm very just you know rigid on it too. But you know trust the process. Mm. Word, damn, yeah, man, I'm I'm tapped. Yeah, when are we getting these shorts? Uh, well, I'm, the loudest noise is gonna be by next week. Okay. Oh, by next week. Um, I've released a little preview for it, and uh, yeah, we're editing. So what goes on is that my my uh, my DP, you know, I say DP now, <laughs> director of I think it's photography. I don't I don't actually know what that means, but um, he films, he edits. I send him feedback. Mm. So he films, he edits. I'm like, okay, do this, change that, blah blah blah. Because one of the hardest things about film. Um, is for me is that I don't know the language, so I know what I want you to do. I know yeah. exactly what I yo. Put the camera right there. Zoom you. in a little bit. Like go like this. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I'll say. He's like, oh, you want a close up, nigga? Whatever it is, just do that. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. So I have to learn the language. So mm-hmm. b- before I moved to Cali, I was like, yo, where's the videographer? Where's the videographer? Where's the cinematographer? No, people say DP. I'm like, oh, I gotta say DP. So a lot of times it's a communication thing with my DP is like, I don't know what I want you to do. Mm. I just know what I want it to look like. And eventually he's very patient. Really, he's a uh, really cool young kid. Um, Alexis, really cool, um, you know, timeless projects. Got to shout him out. Mm-hmm. Um, really cool, um, humble dude who's like very patient with me because he knows that I don't, yeah. I don't know the language, but we work really, really, really well together. Him He's and his brother, DP Angel. And you're the director. Bro. I'm the director and the creator. 
Yes, yeah, short. I was on a, like a friend was working on a short film, so I was like Humble on brand. the set. No, I didn't do any. I was a script supervisor. It's the easiest <laughs> job on the set. It is. So, but <laughs> no, it really is. Uh, it is. But it's good because I didn't really know what goes into a set. Mm-hmm. So it's sorry. Interesting looking at the dynamic between the director and the DP because mm-hmm. <clears throat> they clash because mm-hmm. the director has his vision, but then the DP has like notes and like. It's a really collaborative, and you really see like mm-hmm. how you get to the vision you want. It was just interesting to see, and mm-hmm. it really makes you think about the way things are shot. Mm-hmm. How was this shot? This was just interesting. There's a lot of work that goes into that. Yeah, thing. and there's a lot of like scenes take hours. <laughs> although I don't have as much film experience, mm-hmm. I have a lot of experience everything else. So I have experience when I was at St. John's working with people who are older than me mm-hmm. and I was the manager. Yeah. So it's like there's a certain level of respect that you have to um, establish without being um, disrespectful, without being belligerent, without being pretentious. Mm-hmm. And I carry those skills. I carry those skills with me. I carry those skills with everything I do. So mm. I may not know the language, but I know how to work with people. Yeah. I may not know um, the language, but I know how to communicate. I know how to, you know, get you motivated. So I just utilize that. But there's a lot of stuff that goes, like, a lot of stuff that goes into it. Especially when I was at that Mozzie video. When it's, like, a big production thing. Yeah. Whoo. I can only imagine. Everyone has a job. And, like, everyone is very passionate about their job. That's something I'm realizing. Like, they're very passionate about their position. The audio guy, he could talk about audio all day. Mm-hmm. He or she can talk about audio all day. The DP, the one who's on the camera, they could, talk, they could tell you about every camera there is. The director, they're all very passionate about what they do, which is cool. And that's what brings about an entire piece. Um, when you're doing independent films, you got to put on multiple hats. I'm the director, the producer, the casting, and like sometimes I'm holding the camera. Like mm-hmm. you got to get it done. But there's a lot of work that goes into it. But I love it. I love doing it. It really makes you understand why end credits, especially for like multi-million dollar so films, damn long. or so da- yeah, mm-hmm. because there's a there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. Like there's just a lot of hands, a lot of eyes, just a lot of people investing into into that project. And it just makes me appreciate movies a lot more, too. You see movies at a different lens. You just do. Like, mm. It's kind of like going to the Marvel movies when you know the comics versus mm. people who are just like, oh, I heard Black Panther's in it. Like, they just showing up. Like, when you understand movies or even sports, like when you, you watch sports, you watch what you know from a different lens. Mm. So I'll watch a movie and everyone loves it. I'm like, it was all right. Because they could have did this more. They could have changed that. They could have did this. I'm watching... I can predict what's going to happen in a movie because I understand what's going to happen with the character, what they're trying to do and stuff yeah. like that. So it's, it's, it's something I've always loved. I'm just happy that I'm actually pursuing it and not running from it. That's mm. dope, bro. That's yeah. so dope, man. I spent a long time running from it. That's why I got them degrees and all that. <laughs> you know, I mean, no, no regrets, yeah. but I, this is what I want to do. Shit, man. That's dope, man. Yeah. Thank you so much for no problem, the podcast, man. man. I'm yeah, proud man. of you guys. Man. California to Katama now. Swing man. back, man. When you're back in town. town. <laughs> to the, don't you ever disrespect <laughs> to the death. To the, to the day death. I die, baby. I'm pussy. Yeah, I'm pussy. <laughs> <laughs> that thought that, that goes Wait, through my mind. Constantly. One last question: You touch any uh, wrestling events when you're out there? Right. I went to uh, Survivor Series. Oh, okay. I went to Survivor Series and Monday Night Raw. Uh, oh, it's a little okay. different, yeah. Because you know, you know, in, in wrestling, they it depends on where you go. Mm-hmm. So like Chicago is like rowdy, or like Philly is rowdy. They're like, man, you know, we're here to have Cali relaxed, yeah. Yeah, they're like, yeah, this is cool. I, I was, did it. Yeah, I, was, <laughs> I did it. 
I was yelling. I was yeah. embarrassing myself. And then like it was me and this, this other guy. Me and him just going back and forth. We had oh, a yeah, good you time. You did. You texted us. Yeah, that was a that was a good event. That was a fire ass uh, Survivor Series. It was alright. It was cool. The main event though was good. Uh, who was in Brock the main event? Brock and uh, Daniel. Daniel Bryan. Bryan. It was yeah. alright. It was, right. I liked um, <laughs> your Jarrell's head is just going back and forth. Yeah, this one like we could. This nah, one like, yeah. no, no, because um, uh, 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 I feel like the women's wrestling really needs to get the push. Like it just because it's it's just more entertaining than anything else out there. Mm-hmm. And I like I see really? that they're doing. It's way more into like that Charlotte. That wasn't that Survivor Series. That was a TLC. Um, the triple Charlotte, threat, or that Char- triple threat match, yeah, was, was crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, cr- like they're jumping off ladders, diving. Like it was, it was better than most of the matches that come out. And like they have better storylines. I don't like what they're doing, Naomi. I don't like what they're doing. Like where they're trying to give it, like they're trying to bring back that that edgy stuff where the women are like half dressed. Like no, let them wrestle. Yeah, let them go out here because they kill it. They doing better than the guys. The guys is corny right now. I only like. Um, I can't even tell you who I like. I like. Bray Wyatt, but he hasn't there been there in a while. <laughs> um, Finn Balor is definitely going to be the Demon King this weekend. Um, no, he can't because he, he can't lose, and he's going to lose to Brock. He's going to lose. He's not going to lose. All right, I'll put money on it. All right, ten dollars. All right, I got a Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> he's not going to lose. He's going to win. All he's right. going to shock the world. All right. <laughs> Yeah, I got a because I haven't been watching the NFL. So, but who's, who's I was actually gonna ask you about your LA Rams? No, see, oh, they go hard for the Rams. Like, how long <laughs> the Rams been in LA? Two years, two years. three, years. two yeah. years. Oh, they do, I told they you don't two. have three. I don't think three. I nah, think this is the second season out there. Nah, <laughs> nah, two. This is their third one. I think this is their third season. Out I mean, there. I mean, the I most do, successful you get. <laughs> I do want to point out that I mean, ever since I moved to LA. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they started with it. LeBron went to the Lakers. <laughs> you know, Rams started doing better. You know, I think the Dodgers did, did that, so uh, they didn't have to go through that. I'm not saying Katama <laughs> did that, but <laughs> <laughs> that shit like Nah, Hove did that. <laughs> Run me a check real quick. Like, no, it's they go hard, bro. Mm-hmm. Like they go hard. There's hard. Um, Cowboy fans out there, yeah. There's hard mm. LA fans, yeah. The Cowboys won't be hearing they, from they, them they for a while. They they yeah, they got, they got humbled. Yeah, uh, who's who's in? The, is, is it the NFC division? Um, yeah, Saints, Rams, Saints, Rams, Saints and Rams, and then, and then the, the main event. The Chiefs. Oh, I heard the Chiefs have been doing real well. Yeah, this year. They, mm-hmm. they looking real good. But Bill and but Bill playing, and Tom, Tom, Bill and Tom, still Bill and Tom. Yo, you know, I hate, I hate. Hate Tom Brady with the with like the the severe passion. We plotted right? on him last week and regretted it. So you know what we did? Double, Double back, up. <laughs> going against him again. But the thing is, when I saw Tom Brady on the treadmill on Instagram listening to many, many men, men, yeah, I was like, he different. Y'all asses is in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> I thought the same thing because I remember being. A oh, kid he a psycho now with a very sinister smile too. Yeah, I, I remember being a kid listening to many men like niggas was after me. So I know the mentality <laughs> of listening to many men. He gonna he gonna do some damage. Nah, every time he talks, I'm scared. He volunteering that. Yeah, I know y'all think we suck. You never talk like that. <laughs> what? Oh no. But hey, yeah, he in a new space now. <laughs> I new mean, year, I, new Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's a good game. I mean, I haven't been. I still haven't been watching, but I'm probably gonna watch that. Um, Brana versus. Uh, I mean, if you go it? out on Sunday, you might die. So you should just stay inside. It's going to be that it's cold. Be it's great. Monday or Sunday? Sunday, Sunday and, and Monday. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, you got a doubleheader. Yeah. Sunday, well, I ain't checking a minute, but last time I checked, there was a high of 40, low of four. That's a drastic drop. That don't make no sense. And then 
Monday is supposed to be a high of nine, low of three. See, that's why when people in Cali uh, say they cold, I legit get upset. I'm like, you don't know what cold is. <laughs> I get upset. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, it's a sweater. They have a sweater on. It's okay. a little brisk outside. Try a sweater and a jacket and a fleece. <laughs> they won't see me on Monday. I ain't stepping outside. No, no. Oh, you you working on Monday? No, I was about to say I'm gonna force a delivery man too. I was about to say I ordered some groceries. I feel sorry for that fresh direct man. I hope you at least tip him like a little. Of course, Uh of course. You gotta give. You You gotta give back. God bless me. I bless them. How much you gonna tip them though? Mm-hmm. I'm not putting that on the can. Come on, that's not in the audio. That's between I, me and God. I know y'all. I'm thinking what percentage? Yeah, I know, I know y'all. Mr. Krabs over here. Listen, <laughs> and Terry Crews. I may regret what I put in. I might add something on to you it. Add a little, a little. Okay. Inflation ain't about to fuck my life up. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, real quick, my barber texted me and said that her rates are going up. I said, listen, what was your, I said, well, how much it costs now? It used to be $15 to get a haircut, right? 20 And I was always giving her 20 Always. Oh, so now she don't I get no tips. Blessing, always blessing her. I said, how much you going up to? She said, 20 I was like, oh. I said, okay, cool. And <laughs> my mind, I'm like. That don't got nothing to do with me. You still get that same 20 mm-hmm. I've been giving you. I've been blessing you over. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I went to get my shoes shined the other day. It's $3 to get your shoes shined. Right, and I always give them $3 tip, right? Mm-hmm. It went up to 4 I said, you still hey, getting this sick? Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> Takes up with your boss. Like, you taking money out of your pocket. Inflation yeah. ain't about to fuck my life. You I'm raise your rates. But my- you know, haircuts in Cali is like, you lucky if you find something for 25. What? Ooh. Haircuts in Cali is you lucky if you find something for 25. That's when you got to learn how to cut your own shit. <laughs> I'm not, nah, you see some of these rates in the city. Yo. Like, y'all not even fly. <laughs> 30, 35. 35. Just before tip, and I just put the hot towel on you. <laughs> they think you in a spa. I'm That's good. cool. I don't yeah. need all that. Yeah, I just just give me that shit. It's fifteen just to stretch in Brooklyn. Yeah, <laughs> give me some scissors. Yeah, I handle I'm, I'm good, man. <laughs> no, it's like twenty. It's twenty five dollars. Oh my god. I mean, I I find spots that get you for twenty, but you got to go to like. I mean, I already don't trust uh, <laughs> non-hood barbers. Like, yeah, they're not. I need you to like cut before like your life was at the line. Like, I need that. Like I don't If you're not in the hood I don't really like going mm-hmm. um, But if you got You got to go deep In like the crevices Of the hood To get like A 15, 20 dollar haircut But for the most part They like 25, 30 dollars so I know one guy Used to pay 50 And I used to see his hair <laughs> <laughs> That wasn't 50 dollars Brother <laughs> The nigga said And I used to see his hair <laughs> That wasn't fifty dollars, brother. That's a solid seventeen. For a fifty dollars. You look like the same nigga. Damn. So he pussy. Yo. Fifty dollars. That's a fact. Fifty dollars. I want to come out the chair feeling myself. I need to look like a brand new person. Yeah. For fifty dollars. Transform. Not just yeah. No. Yeah. This is cool. This is not. Yeah. This. It's good, right? Yeah. No. I need to be in the chair for an hour. Fifty dollars. <laughs> I need to look like that dude from Bird Box that was on everyone. Like, or I need to look like Michael Ely, a brand new person for fifty dollars. Fifty dollars. When a nigga got to do the lineup and then look, step back, brush your shit, <laughs> take out the fucking uh, do it again, protractor yeah. and shit. The root. <laughs> Nigga, yeah, that's ninety degree angle. My right hairline better be crisp, <laughs> nigga. For fifty dollars, you better be able to cut stuff on. A, that sound like a monthly subscription. That's nigga. what I'm saying. I better get right. as many haircuts as I want this Yo, month. Yo, it's they do it a lot out there. It's crazy. 
It's crazy. I mean, but I know some people who like they'll pull up to your house. That's another business too. Like that's mm-hmm. really big out there. That's they'll, pretty convenient. They'll come though. to your. It's it's expensive. Like a home visit sometimes is like a hundred dollars. Yeah, I saw some shit like that on IG. Cool. <laughs> he looked like he was doing some good cutting, but do you sweep up the hair when I'll, you leave? I'll, I'll, I'll just walk, nigga. I'm fine. I'll just That's walk. That's perfectly yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. And there's one uh, lady out there. She's it's like forty dollars, and her haircuts be crisp. $40. I just don't got forty dollar haircut money, so I'm just not. No, I'll like, never find out how crisp it is. I don't care how crisp it is, my nigga. We good. <laughs> if you fuck up, I'll just brush it down till, till, till it grow back. <laughs> For forty dollars, you better not fuck up anything. What? You better pull a rule out for real on my shit. Like, you better be cutting on the line. Yo. And then now my, my gym membership is like, that's the most I've ever paid for a gym. It's like $50. Nigga, mm. you think I plan of fitness out there? They do. I just don't like, I never like playing fitness. Because of where I'm at, it's like, they're there to work. Mm. Mostly because it's expensive. But they like, they out here, no money's fooling around, there was nothing like that. You gotcha. have a pool. We have oh, a big right. boxing okay. ring in the middle of the gym. Bougie. Yo, that's the, only, that's the only time I feel bougie. I'm not going to lie. When I, go to my, when I see like, new people, I'm like, mm. who is this? <laughs> <laughs> Planet Fitness. Oh We're <laughs> just letting anyone now. <laughs> letting anyone in. <laughs> they got smoothies. They do buy one month, get one month free. Mm. They got like a whole smoothie uh, uh, menu and stuff. Smoothies. smoothies lit, bro. I mean, you got to pay for it, but smoothies be dope. Like, I love that gym. Uh. But I, I got hooked up though. Like I met the guy. As a, you got to be a good person to people. I got there, talking to him, and um, like he said, uh, his last name was like Shabazz. And I was like oh, Shabazz. Oh, this guy, like he he must he one of the Nation of Islam type dudes. <laughs> he like Malcolm. Let me just keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> hey, brother. Salam <laughs> alaikum. Alaikum salam. Oh, and like he hooked me up. Got me gave me a little discount and everything like that. So I was like, all right, I'll take it. But I just I love the gym. It's a really cool thing. That's the most expensive th- expensive thing I pay for it though. Mm. Everything else is like, I saw that um, Netflix was increasing their monthly subscription. Yeah, I, know. I sent out text messages immediately. Mm. Said your free ride is up. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my cash app. I need you to pay me that two dollars because yeah, ten dollars. Mm. Oh, whatever it's gonna go to. No. Yeah, nigga, I'm funding Netflix for the fam right now. You have like, do you have multiple profiles on yours? Yeah, <laughs> we maxed out. Yeah, I'm on my brother's, but. He's on a phone bill that he doesn't contribute to, so <laughs> it balances out. I'm out here funding Netflix for the scales of It's not a Thanos where everything's equally balanced, but yo, we'll you, get there. Are you excited? Say less. Are you excited? <laughs> Come on now. Yo, are you excited? And bro? that teaser was kind of weak. Sold me enough. <laughs> yo, I didn't even need it. Yo, they could have just rehashed footage from uh, Infinity War. I need to. When I saw Infinity War on Netflix, I went. crazy. Ooh, I watched that over the holiday break. Press play immediately. And then when you watch Infinity War, you gotta watch that first couple of minutes where Hulk thought he was bad. He like mm. he came out and he was like, yo, what up? And then the guy said, let him have his fun. <laughs> he got humbled. <laughs> Looking like Tyson back in the 90s. He ain't sir. been back on road since. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yo, Hulk, we need you. No. <laughs> I'm pussy. Like, nah. <laughs> Yo, end game. Yo, two, 2019 is a big year. Yeah, that's in the, April. That's going to be right there. Uh, the movies that are coming out in 2019 mm. are crazy. Like, Us is coming out. Mm. End games, Captain Marvel, Glass. I'm really excited to see Glass. I'm, I'm really excited to see Glass because I like the concept. But it's, it's a big year. Yeah. I can't wait, bro. Mm. 
All right. Too much silence. All right. All right. (laughs) Nah, man. Thank you for coming on the podcast, man. Make sure you tell people where they can find you at again. Oh, my Instagram is my name, K E T A Y M A. Mm -hmm. Uh, Make sure you follow me so you can see my upcoming projects, podcasts, vlogs, and short films. All that good stuff, man. Make sure you guys check out all his stuff. Very talented. Got the four shorts coming out. Yep. Tell me, what's the what you put out last year? Hero versus Hero versus Lois. Yeah, y'all go yeah. check that out. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that is. That's Thank real you. fire. Like yeah. y'all, y'all go check that out. So that's like the introduction to Katama. That's where you start. That's the. That, I'm glad you said that. that's the intro. That's where you start. You I'm go just there. Gonna keep getting better and better exactly. and better and better and better. And Every time I film, I learn something new. Exactly. They, you start there, then you watch the four shorts that are coming out, and you good. You follow from that point. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I right, can't man. wait, bro. As always, guys, thank you for listening to the podcast. Please make sure you guys rate, share, subscribe. It's essential. Uh, check out the videos on IGTV and YouTube. Mm-hmm. Kev don't do this shit for free. He don't do it for free. Kev said, oh, these niggas think I'm cutting up for free. <laughs> nah, I mean, make sure you guys, make sure you guys, please make sure you guys go support that. Uh, rate, share, subscribe. Until um, next time, it's cooling out. Stay cool. You cool, I'm cool, you cool, I'm cool, you cool, I'm cool, we coolin' out. You cool, I'm cool, you cool, I'm cool, you cool, I'm cool, we coolin' out. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.